Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the League of Entertaining Gentlemen. Tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we'll be concluding our draft that you've so been watching for the past few episodes, so we'll get to finally figure out what we're going to do with those teams. And to join me in this draft and talk about some, maybe some villains later, is Mr. Steve Waldinger. Steve, welcome back to the program. Hey, how's it going? Going fantastically. Yourself? Oh, pretty darn good. Thank you. Good. And also joining us from the great state of Texas, where everything's bigger, especially people like Mo, <laughs> is Mo. Me! <laughs> I, I'm a Mo. <laughs> Gentlemen... How are we doing today? How how have you guys been in the comic book realm of things? Uh, Steve, what's really up with you? Oh, nope, I went first. I beat you, yeah, Steve. Yeah, go, Mo. Uh, there's been lots of awesome Hulk things, and the new Monsters Unleashed uh, editions of the Champions and the Totally Awesome Hulk are incredible. Like, just really fun reads. Speaking of that, did you watch the new trailer for Thor? I did, uh, and I got really jacked because... I love the idea of Thor getting his butt kicked. <laughs> so. I, I just I figured when you saw that you would be like, yeah. <laughs> I actually have a hero clicks of that uh, actual Hulk figure with the uh, gladiator armor, so mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, I am playing Hulk Hulk. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But what made me nervous is that better not be there how they're gonna make Planet Hulk because that's gonna piss. Wait, Thor's in Planet Hulk. Oh my goodness! Dun Wait. dun dun! Holy are crap! You, are you I talking about Planet Hulk together. the movie or Planet Hulk the comic? In the movie, isn't it Thor that he fights? No, in the Beta Ray Bill. Yes, yeah, in the, in the animated movie, yes. Which but, in in the animated movie, Beta Ray Bill is a substitute for the Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you would, if you noticed, the helmet that Thor wore is very reminiscent of Beta Ray's helmet. Oh my! Yeah, I did not, because I I've read the comics recently than I more recently than I've read the uh, or seen the cartoon, but just when we said that, the cartoon popped in my head and I was like, no, really, never know. Y'all, 
I need World War Hulk done properly. <laughs> you know, it, it might be difficult for them to do that because of their contractual obligations with Universal, but this is how you get Hulk in a movie, though, man. I mean, you gotta love yeah. it. I'll take it. I'll take it. But, yeah. Other than that, I'm really good. Uh, we bought a new TV. More pictures and things will go up on Twitter. We're, we're pretty excited about our... We have a plan of basically building our gamers' dens. Uh, currently, I have one and my wife has one. But hers, she plays... Because she plays a lot of League of Legends. Uh, so she plays on a monitor. And so what we're going to do is kind of set up a system where she'll have her own TV set up with her computer station next to it. Uh, so, yeah, more to come from that. But we're having a good time, and we're pretty good otherwise. Nice. Oh, super rad. What about you, Steve? Oh, it's, uh, it's been some fun comic times out here. Uh, WonderCon was, a, uh, I believe, two, two weeks ago. It was, yeah, for, uh, March 31st, April 1st, April 2nd. And uh, had a very good time there. My friend and I, my comic prov uh, partner, Lady Beaver, we... Uh, did a couple of live comics there uh, over the weekend, and uh, yeah, just met so many cool people. Saw some old friends, uh, slinging comics, making comics. It was awesome. Steve, we got to figure out a way for for us to do this like over the internet, where you can do a live comic of like myself and Mo and you, and we just do this League of Entertaining Gentlemen thing, and you just come up with it off the top of your head, and she draws it, and it'd be amazing, and we put it online for everybody to read. Yes, that yes, we will work on that because I want that to happen too. Um, in addition to uh, WonderCon, uh, I also I got to go on a comic book hunt. Um, that Superman uh, action action comics nine seventy five came out a couple of weeks ago, and it sold out at several stores. That like several all my neighborhood stores sold out of it. Um, so which I actually kind of like because then it, I get to go around, like scavenge around uh, L.A. trying to track down a comic book, which is a lot of fun because like, you get to visit new stores and stuff like that. It took me, I think, seven stores before I finally found the comic. Um, but I hunt. found it. What's that? Yeah, yeah, it's a really good hunt. Um I think. Oh, and then uh, one new store that I ha I hadn't been to yet. Uh, it's called the Perky Nerd. It's in Burbank, California. It's a, it's a combination comic book store slash uh, coffee shop, which is a really cool uh, model, and it was an awesome place. They didn't have the comic, unfortunately, but I got to talk to the owner for a little bit. She was super awesome. Um, I think uh, definitely be back there. I'm we uh, we might do a comic prov event out there sometime down the line. Uh, so yeah, that was super fun. Um, oh, and my other thing I want to mention really quick is I, uh, I, I don't read too much DC. I did get sucked into the Superman story, which was pretty cool. Uh, but I did read some of Batman. Uh, recently, the recent storyline going on there is called I Am Bane, which is just Bane uh, tearing havoc through Gotham City. And the issue I read previously, he tore through Ark like Batman got desperate and like hid in Arkham Asylum and basically like sick the inmates on Bane, but they didn't even slow him down like a centimeter basically. So the last issue was a big fight between Bane and Batman, but it ended up being very anticlimactic. It kind of ended like do you guys watch uh how it should have ended on YouTube? Mm -hmm. You know how Batman's always like, cause I'm Batman. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of ended just like that. <laughs> Interesting. Like Batman won because he's Batman. 
<laughs> but still, yeah, it, it was that nice issue. It was even the even the despite that the issue was pretty cool because it's like even though it was like wrapping up a story arc, it simultaneously kind of recapped. Um, like if you hadn't read any of the previous issues, it, it kind of recapped you on everything that was going on and set up, you know, what's going on next. So aside from the anticlimactic ending, it was a, it was a pretty good read. Oh, well, at least it was a good read, a good ride. Yeah, mostly a good ride. Yes. Anything else good, sir? Um, I think that's the nuts and the bolts right now. The, the, the. The highlights, yes. I'm sure other stuff may come up that'll be, oh yeah, this thing too. But for right now, uh, I think I think that's good. Excellent. All right. Well, for me, as far as comics go, you know, I'm still behind, and I need to catch up on my Star Wars comics today more than ever, ladies and gentlemen. I want to catch up on them because, as we record, the Star Wars celebration is ongoing in Orlando, Florida, and today they announced, or not announced, but they showed off the teaser trailer for Star Wars The Last Jedi, as well as, you know, the the teaser poster and some other things, really got me jazzed for Star Wars again. I'm super excited for this year, for uh, December to come along, and I can go see Star Wars again in the big screen. And I really, it, it makes me want to catch up on my Star Wars comics even more than my previous desire to. I've also fallen behind, as far as Star Wars goes, on Star Wars Rebels, I need to catch up on that as well, because I've just been so busy, you guys. Life kind of sucks sometimes. You just get so busy, you can't do the fun things anymore. You gotta be an adult. Eh. Yeah, boo. Boo. Yes. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you get when you're uh, responsible <laughs> for young minds, though, Mo. It's okay. <laughs> I get summers off. Woo! Well, there you go. Looks party, like party. Time coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so not too much for me. I'm still trying to decide whether or not I can try to get away for a couple days and go up to Chicago to C2E2 again this year. Uh, I think I missed it last year. Or I can't remember if I went last year or not. It's been so long. Um, but I'm going to skip WonderCon because it's just not as cool as C2E2. And I just, I don't know. They keep announcing new guests that are coming. But when I when I get to a comic convention, I hardly ever get to the panels to see the people, you know, it's mostly just me wandering around the show floor and being enamored by all the artists and talking to them and just looking at what they can do and what they make. That's really what I do when I, when I go to these cons, I hardly ever go to the panels, but I don't know. I'm just trying to decide whether or not I can do it this year because it's coming up very soon. If it hasn't happened already, it's probably already happened. I'm going to be heartbroken if I decide to go, but if it hasn't happened already, I, I need to figure out if I can make my way up there for for at least one day. I'd like to do two days. Um, go up there for like a Friday and a Saturday maybe, stay the night up in a hotel and and just kind of geek out. You know what I mean? Because it's been a long time since I did that. The last time I went somewhere and actually stayed in a hotel overnight was when I did a Star Wars Celebration in Indianapolis. And that was Celebration 3, I believe, for Episode 3. So it's been a long time. I really want to do it. I was going to go to Celebration this year, but just things didn't line up right. Th other things came up, and I just couldn't go. Wish I was there. But I don't know when I'm going to release this podcast. But if you're still, uh, if it's still the Good Friday Easter weekend, you can tune in um, all weekend to Star Wars' YouTube channel. And they're broadcasting a lot of the main panels live. So Friday, today they did the Last Jedi panel. 
And then yesterday they did the 40 Years of Star Wars panel. And there's other cool stuff coming up for the Rebels cartoon and for other things like that. So if you want to check out some stuff and you like Star Wars, there you go. It's not really comic related, but they do have a Marvel panel today. Uh, probably going on right now, actually, as we record this, to talk about the Marvel comics and what's coming down the pike on that. So if you're at all curious about the future of Star Wars in comic form, uh, definitely check out the Star Wars YouTube channel. They'll probably have a recap uh, of that event. Oh. oh, I've got some good news for you. C2E2 is next week, April 21st, 22nd, 23rd. 21st, 22nd, 23rd. I want to check my calendar right now, see if I don't have anything going on next weekend. Talk so talk amongst yourselves while I while I look on my calendar. Da, 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 da. So Mo, the uh, the trailer, the Thor trailer. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard Thor doesn't have uh, his hammer. Does, um, does the trailer expand on that at all? Not not the the villain grabs it basically, but it, I was like sitting there going, I don't I don't read enough Thor. To know who that lady was, who the villain is. Oh, I believe um, that was uh, Hela. That, that someone, yeah, someone told me the name, and that sounds right. I just was like, I don't know enough of it because I don't know if she and Hulk have crossed paths very much. Um, Not to my, they probably crossed paths somewhere over the course of time, but yeah. minimal because so, she's more of a Thor villain. But what interests me was someone had mentioned that she was partly responsible for Thor losing the hammer and him doing something that makes it so he's not worthy for the hammer. And that made me go, are we going to see a Jane Foster Thor Uh. by by the time we get to Thanos? Like at the end of this, are we going to have, is that that last 30 second clip that they always give us going to be a female hand grabbing Thor's hammer? Uh. I just (laughs) sat there going, how wonderful would that be? Like that would be I, so rad. I love uh, I love Jane Foster Thor because I'm sitting there looking and my issue with when I saw Logan, I was like, that means Marvel's not going to be able to have X23. And I was really hoping some of these young, awesome female characters were going to start popping up into the Marvel Ultimate Universe. Like, I was like, man, how great would that be? But in my head, I was like, wouldn't this be a great setup for a female Thor? And literally, that's the only Thor comic I've ever bought in. Like, I think I have the newest run and the run right before that. I don't have the very first one because I didn't know enough, like, non-Hulk-wise to have bought it. But, yeah, that was something I was like, wouldn't that, that would just be fantastic. Like, as a comic fan who prefers the female Thor to the male Thor, I just think that'd be great. Oh, there is some, uh, to tag onto that, I, I agree completely. There is some hope for the uh, future of some uh, of the uh, popular female characters Marvel has now in, in TV, in, in the cinematic universe. Um, okay. I believe Runaways is going to be on uh, Hulu, and there's mm-hmm. uh, several uh, really cool female characters there. Um, New Warriors is going to be on something. I forget what exactly, but the really awesome news there is Squirrel Girl is going to be on New Warriors. Oh, yes. I like Squirrel Girl. That's the, that once you and I started talking Squirrel Girl, and I went, I, I've tracked down almost every comic in that f- last run they they did, except for like two. Two are really hard to find. Mm. And I just don't feel like going online to do it. Like if I can't go to my store and get it, I normally won't do it unless it's Hulk. 
Ah, and gotcha. <laughs> You're the so, opposite yeah. of me with the scavenger hunt. Yeah, and see, for me, it's it's again like I have that huge rule on moderation, um, and I work real hard on that, like to make sure, like, hey, uh, you follow through with this. So, if I cannot go to my store and do it, I'm not going to lose time going to find this as much as I might want it. It'll be something that it's just going to kind of fall in my lap. And I do the same thing for games. If it's not something I can get at my GameStop, I normally won't get it. So, just because I feel like for me with the the money I do have and the time I do have, I got to be real smart with it. And that's one of the things, like, even though, like, it, it sucks sometimes that like, there are a couple collector's editions I have me to get my hands on because of that rule. Um, there's an awesome set of pops over at Best Buy. And the Best Buy by my house doesn't have a lot of them. Mm. But I really want that Ryder pop. That was uh, exclusive without the mask. I really wanted that one. So... Say lovey. Say lovey. You know what's kind of fun as I was listening to you guys. It kind of just felt like I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> 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 so I checked my calendar, and I uh, I do have stuff going on next weekend. So I don't know if I'm going to make it up, but maybe I can try to work it in somehow. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to do some drafting? You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So you know the drill, ladies and gentlemen. In the past few episodes, we've talked and have done our draft of Marvel, not Marvel, any comic character um, from any universe. And we have currently uh, come to our third and final round of drafting. The total on each team will be nine characters. And this is going to be the last round, guys. Are Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's all been leading up to this. It's and all even one of those famous uh, Steve recaps. Yes. Oh, the, yes. The listeners, they're, so Steve, they're pretty big. Give us, ah. give us the tale of the tape. All right. Nate has got Darth Vader, Batman, Iron Man, Wolverine, uh, the traditional uh, Logan Wolverine, uh, Emperor Palpatine, Thanos, and the Phoenix. And it's a good thing he's got all those heavy hitters because he only has six dollars left. Six dollars? <laughs> yeah, so bargain bin shopping for Nate. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Mo has got the Hulk, which we're still very surprised. None of us saw Mo getting the Hulk. Yeah, coming. me neither. That's weird. Uh. <laughs> what a shocker. Draft day shocker. Uh, besides the Hulk, he's got Professor Xavier, Ray. Dark side. Uh, I believe that's Luke Skywalker. Uh, correct? Yes, Luke Skywalker. Yes, and yes, it is. X23. Mm. And he's got more money than Nate, but only a little more. He's got $10 left. That doesn't seem right. Oh, is it? Um, no, yeah, no, 34 left. I'm sorry. Thank you. I was about to be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, I looked, I looked at the wrong notes here. You, <laughs> I, you, I, I, I copied your last bid on X23. Okay. Uh, which was a $10 bid, and I put that in the wrong... Yes, yeah, so you have 34 I'm, left. I'm sitting there looking at my... my. I have a little draft board on, on my chalkboard next to me, and I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> yes, so yes, you have $34 left. Nate, my apologies on the recap here. Nate, what are you doing? Leave my money alone, Nate. I'm not paying uh, any more money. <laughs> Can I have some of that money? <laughs> it's those Wall Street tycoons <laughs> that are tampering. <laughs> big, big banks, big business. All right. My team, I've got the Amazing Spider-Man, Superman, 
Wonder Woman, Optimus Prime, and all four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I have the least amount of people out of all of us, but I've also got the most amount of money. I got $42. (laughs) He who spends the most, sir, spends the most. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's that's the tale of the tape so far. You know how we stand. And the draft order today is, is that correct as it's on the board there, Steve? I believe it is. I believe that's what we agreed on. Moe's going to go first, you're going to go second, and I'm going to go third. All All right. right. So let's start round one. Moe, call out your choice. Miss Marvel, $6. Oh. Did you do $6 uh, just so I can't bid on it? You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Come Um, on, Steve. Take him down. Um, Miss Marvel's a uh, she's a favorite of mine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ten. See, you're gonna make me go after Squirrel Girl. Don't do this to me. Eleven. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, twelve. Twelve. Thirteen. Going, ooh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um, going. I'm gonna once. go fifteen. Ooh. $15 to the man on the West Coast. Yours. I'm out. So that was sold for how much was it? 15 15 To Steve. Congratulations. You now have as many people on your roster as Mo has. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I did the strategy of having to buy, of outbids Mo on somebody to, uh, to, yeah, Finish the finish out without having to pick up somebody later. So I think things are looking up here. All right. Down to... Are we ready to move on to my pick on round yes. one? My pick for I, my, my max bet, I guess, is $5, isn't it? For $5, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Ha <laughs> Six dollars. Ten. <laughs> Ten to Mo. Uh, going once. Ten to Mo. Going twice. Sold to Mo for ten dollars. Well, I got one of them. Yeah, there, I thought about bidding more, but I was like, I want. There's some other characters I'm, I'm eyeing up here, and I got Miss Marvel, so. Uh, uh, I, I acquiesce you, Squirrel Girl. I appreciate it. Acquiesce? What does acquiesce mean? Be- bequeath? Is that the word? <laughs> oh, uh, bequeath. Wait, are yes. you going to die? Is that, are you admitting you're going to die? <laughs> Did we ever decide if we were allowed to trade? Well, oh, we, I'm sure. We, we, sure we, we talked about it with Thanos and Darkseid because I really wanted Thanos over Darkseid, but somebody got went ahead of me. Uh, I like these trade ideas because I, 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 I'm kind of bummed I missed it on the Phoenix. And I, I wouldn't mind getting a Squirrel Girl. Hmm. Even though I could have just bid on her and chose not to. But I still wouldn't mind getting her. After Listeners, the draft. Enjoy this talk. <laughs> <laughs> After the draft, we can, uh, we can discuss trade possibilities. Okay. All right. So next we have Mr. Steve. Who do you want to throw out? I am throwing out the planet eater, Galactus. He has hunger. <laughs> and right. uh, Nate, I'll give you a fighting chance. I'll uh, 
I'll bid. I'm going to start with $4. Six. $6 to mow. I'll go $8. for Galactus. To mow? What do you want? I want to say 10 I'm going to say 10 $10, Mr. I'm going to go 11 Ooh, $11 for the World Eater. Yours. I'm out. Now, here's a question. Is this the traditional Galactus in purple, or is this the Cloud Galactus that was in Fantastic Four? Rise of the Silver Surfer on cinema screens. <laughs> We're going to avoid that, Galactus. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the up-to-date Galactus. He, who is actually, he's a good guy now. He, um, what? He, he went through a change of philosophy yeah. in the comics. And so now he's like the he's like the life bringer or something like that. I thought you said he's like the life of the party. <laughs> yep, yep, well, duh. <laughs> that just goes without saying. It's like everybody's like, "Oh, we got to invite Galactus." Why? There's no party without Galactus. <laughs> All right, that concludes round one. So to recap, Miss Marvel to Steve as well as Galactus and Squirrel Girl to Mo. All right. Mr. Mo, we're back right. to you. Round two. I'm gonna go. I want to get hurt. Yeah, might as well. Spider Woman. Over five. That's my opening bid. Spider Woman. Five. Now we're talking really quick here. Are we talking uh, Jessica Drew? Are we talking uh, Spider Gwen? Gwen Stacy? Um. um I guess I need to clarify that one. I I want. I'm gonna go with Gwen. I'm gonna go with uh, Gwen Stacy. Okay. Sorry. So I guess she's technically Spider Girl now. I mean, right? she her literal name in the comic is Spider Woman, but they call the comic Spider Gwen because that's more marketable. Yeah. So Spider Gwen. Sorry. Spider Gwen. Five dollars, you said. Yeah. All right, Steve. Any any bids? You're not you're not gonna bid six dollars. I can't. My maximum bid can be five. Oh, that, okay. I thought you had, wait. You have six dollars left, don't you? Yes, but I have to have one dollar to spend on at least one of the picks. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. Then what's the bid at right now? Five. Five dollars. Five. Five dollars. I'll bid long. You're good, Mo. Thank you. Come on, you, you could have driven him over that. He would have bid it again. Could have gotten that yeah, money that's down. Yeah, true. Nope. I'm, I'm still learning this whole auction bidding thing. <laughs> All right, so Spider Gwen to Mo for $5. So that leaves Mo now with $19, correct? Yes. Yep. All right, so now we're to me. Uh, for $1. <laughs> And I know I'm not going to get this character because you guys are vicious. Is the mighty, the only Yoda. Oh. One dollar going once. One dollar going twice. How many twice. characters do I have? Sold! <laughs> I need to know where I'm at. Am I at eight? Um, what, you bid five? Nineteen left. No, no. How many characters do I have? Oh, um, I think you, you are at eight, yes. So this would be my last character if I bid. Yes. Okay, so then, yeah, I'm not bidding. 
Um, that's the, yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at. That's why, that's why I didn't really bid on Gwen, and I think I might uh, pass on Yoda too because yeah, um, I, I'm mining up a couple other characters here. Woohoo! So, Yoda, Nate gets somebody. The draft for one dollar. That is a steal. That <laughs> is the steal of the draft. I already have a Ray and a Luke, so I feel pretty good with myself. <laughs> well, I got Palpatine and Yoda. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Yeah, but they might cancel each other out. They'll be too busy fight, fighting. Yep. No, they're, they're going to be on the same side, man, that you don't understand how this is going to work out. We're going to have the same unified front against you guys. All right, so now we're to Steve. Round two, pick three. All right, I am going with the mighty Thor, the mighty Jane Foster Thor. Darn you. <laughs> And I'll start with uh, $5. So hold on. You guys both have eight characters? Yeah. Are you sure? Um, let's see. I think I'm at, I'm at seven now. Oh, okay. Because I, yes, because I, I started with five and I got two last round. Mo started with six and got one last round, uh, one this round. Does that sound right? Yeah. So Mo has eight. You have seven, I have eight. Okay. So, Steve, you kind of need to get this one. I'm confident. Jane Foster Thor. Start the bid. Five dollars. Seven. Nine. Nine dollars for Jane Foster Thor going once. Yours. So the next round, we will all have eight characters going in. So this is our final round to get all our teams solidified. And Moe's the big baller now. He's got $19 still to spend. $19. Who, so who's the most Hulk-like person left in this draft? <laughs> I don't know. If but... you're thinking of power, Scar is probably your best bet. Scar from The Lion King? <laughs> Scar Hulk son. Yes. <laughs> Be prepared. Okay. So round three, pick one, Mr. Mo. It is time for you to give your final selection for this draft. Because they have to go against each other. In my heart, I wanted to pick either She-Hulk or Scar, but. I don't need that. I need something else. So for a bit of $14, I will be picking Sentry. Oh. What is The man with the power of a thousand exploding suns. Basically the Superman killer. I see. Thank you. My team's full now. So go ahead and give us Moe's whole team now that he's completed it. Oh wait, hold on. Did you? Oh, you have to. You have to bid though. Still. Oh wait. Uh, he did fourteen. Ten. He said fourteen. Ten. Oh, he did fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mo's whole team. Um. There is the Hulk, Professor X, Ray, Darkseid, Luke Skywalker, X twenty three, and our recent drafts, um, Squirrel Girl. Um, Spider Gwen, aka Spider Woman, 
and the Sentry. Ooh. So, Mo, you need to figure out a team name. We'll come back to that in a little bit. Uh, we already have it. Uh, we are the Hulks. <laughs> okay. The Hulks. Sounds good to me. All right. Round three. Pick two comes to me. And I didn't know what to do with this pick, but I wanted to get something out there that was a little different. And that was one above all. That's that's my pick. One above all. Who is that? Um, I know I've heard that name. That's oh, that's like the most powerful. Is that the singular most powerful character in the Marvel universe? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, that? That's essentially God. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you bidding here? We can we can uh, we can duke it out here. Um, I'm bidding because... a maximum of five dollars. Oh. I'm sorry, Nate. I got to do it. Six. Dollars. Oh no! What above all? <laughs> and the Alyssa, this is a strategy of yours, <laughs> so you can get somebody else. The one who is above the one above all. That's mm. your plan, isn't it? Maybe. You wish you knew, don't you? <laughs> oh, wait, now I do. Now, hmm. Now we gotta see who you throw out there, or is so? Are you done now, Steve? And I throw out the next one. Is that how that's gonna work? Um, let's see. That, I, I am done, yeah. Um, my team, to recap here, well, while we figure out exactly uh, how this last pick goes, because um, I can always throw out the person I was planning on getting, who's, a, I think, a pretty uh, good substitute. Um, won't be as powerful, because they're not the one above all. But uh, I think, yeah, anyway, we'll get that in a second. My team, my final team here. I've got the amazing Spider-Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, Optimus Prime, Raphael, Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then today's acquisitions, Miss Marvel, um, Galactus, and the one above all. All right. So I believe in a traditional round, once you have all your characters, you're done drafting, and so I have to get one more character. Is that correct? We that sounds agreement? about right to me. All right. So my final pick of the draft for $1, the source. Do you guys know who the is source is? Is that the DC? Yep. Source? <laughs> <laughs> So you get the Marvel well, source pretty much, and I got the DC source. Well played. Well played. <laughs> he is the one behind all the powered heroes in DC. So heavy hitters. The one above all and the source, the last two draft picks. And I think my last two picks, man, Yoda for a dollar and the source for a dollar? Dang! <laughs> that is the definition of bargain of uh, bargain bin shopping <laughs> i just looked it up in the dictionary there's a picture of you in there nate oh well how'd they get the picture <laughs> all yeah, right probably twitter or something <laughs> so steve name of your team the ones above all <laughs> we're coming together to be yeah it's not just the one above all the ones above all i see well played sir and <laughs> excuse me I wish I would have muted that, but I didn't. Congratulations. Really quick. Bless you. <laughs> um, I, and it's ones with a Z, just to be cool. Ah. 
Of course, this is not the 90s anymore, but I'll allow it. <laughs> it's always the 90s somewhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> um, okay, well, my team, as we go ahead and do the recap, consists of Darth Vader, Batman, Iron Man, Wolverine, Palpatine, Thanos, Phoenix. And today's acquisitions, Yoda and the Source. So, pretty decent representation. I've got a lot of Marvel um, and one DC, two DC characters and three Star Wars characters. So, I think I'm pretty well represented across the universes. And we're going to call my team the Source of the Galaxy. Ooh. Me likey. All and my right. team... My- my team, I, don't, I lack Star Wars characters, but what I lack in Star Wars characters, I make up for by bringing in Transformers and uh, the Turtles universe. Ziz. <laughs> Just gotta tell you, your uh, your Transformers aren't gonna stand very very tough against Phoenix or Thanos or Palpatine or any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like Optimus's chances against several of them. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I would take. I think Iron I Man would take, take him out easily. Honestly, I would take pop that Optimus EMP. against Palpatine, because electricity is not going to hurt him. Yeah, but the Force. He's got more electricity. The Force can only do so much. Can, can, um, well, let's see. When I power Yoda the did source? lift the Yoda did lift the the plane out of the the swamp. So there is. I wonder what the yeah. weight limit is exactly onto what they can telekinetically. Lift maneuver. There is, there is no weight limit. Oh, really? People can use the force to rip star destroyers out of the sky. Oh, interesting. Really? So hypothetically, I, I, Luke I didn't could know have that. just uh, ripped apart the Death Star. Yeah, come on, Luke. What took you so long? Or I always <laughs> thought about this: is why didn't he just go down to the planet and be like, "Come at me, bro! Light his lightsaber and deflect it back at the Death Star." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are our teams, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we'd like to hear your thoughts of the teams. Again, uh, team name for Steve's guys is the Ones, above all. For Mo, it's the Hulks. And for myself, it's the Source of the Galaxy. Is that what I said? Source of the Galaxy? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, what do you think of these teams? Who do you think is going to win in a fight? between all three of us, Battle Royale style. And send those tweets to That's Entertaining... Well, nope. Entertaining Pod on Twitter, if you want to do tweets. Or send us an email to That's Entertaining.net and tell us how you think this is going to go down. like to hear your thoughts on the draft and see who you think will come out on top. I'll also post a, uh, a Twitter poll... Uh, when I when I launch this episode, so that way you can vote to see which team gets the most votes. Ooh, nice. All right. So, we'll talk more about what we're going to do with these teams later on. But for now, the teams are set, the draft has concluded, and, you know, something that your team is lacking, Steve, is villains. I don't see a single villain on that team list. Yeah, if, traditionally, Galactus has been a villain like his whole career. He only recently did the face turn. 
So um, you could theoretically count Galactus as a villain, but I did intentionally pick Galactus because of said face turn. I see. So you just want purity, good guys above all. <laughs> I figure that makes for better working together. Uh, true. I mean, because at least Moe's got dark side on his side. You know, he's he's got some power there. But I've, I guess I got the most villains. I got Vader. I got uh, Palpatine. Uh, is Vader Thanos. really a bad guy? Eh, for the most yeah, Vader part. did the, the good guy turn. One, two, and three. I was really proud of him. He's a good dude. Fought hard. Okay. I don't remember what he did in four and five. So then it still leaves me Palpatine and Thanos for sure for the villain side. And yeah. the Phoenixes can be a villain. But she did. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, she's at the Phoenix Force. It's, it's whatever it wants to be. Man, I've got some power on my team, you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So let's talk about villains. Mr. Oh, good old villains. Mr. Waldinger. We were we were discussing things that we wanted to talk about this week, and the thought came up, and we haven't talked about it before, surprisingly. Villains in comic books. What are your thoughts on the comic book villains? Your team comprised completely of good guys. You must <laughs> really hate villains. Quite the opposite. I I love a good villain story. Um I think a couple of shows ago, I, I talked about a, um, a Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange comic um, I read that was just an absolutely phenomenal uh, read. I love me a good villain story. Um, I got, I remember I, I am sporadic in, buy, in my DC comic buying, but I did buy Action Comics when they did a 10-part uh, Lex Luthor story. Um, and I really liked the run on Superior Spider-Man when Dr. Octopus took over, uh, as Spider-Man. So I just, I, I like to see the villains win, which they don't get to do, unfortunately, that often, because if they win, then that means the hero's story's over. So the villain gets, uh, kicked to the side, unfortunately. So it's, it's good to see the villain as the hero in my opinion it's interesting right it adds dimension to the character and you can kind of see that sometimes like wasn't it uh in spider-man was it green goblin or hobgoblin that kind of turned at one point uh let's see the there what there's been a couple different good guy versions of the green goblin but ends up the Green Goblin and generally ends up being bad again, because Harry Osborn was the Green Goblin for a little bit, who at first picked up right where Norman left off. But then I think briefly, I, but don't quote me on this. I think briefly Harry became a hero, but then just gave up being the Goblin altogether. There was another Green Goblin that was a good guy for a little bit. Um, he was Ned Leeds's the uh, Daily Bugle reporter Ned Leeds's. He was his nephew. Um, but then that Green Goblin also turned evil. So I guess if you're a Green Goblin, you're, you're cursed to be bad. Bad to the bone. Yes. So, Mr. Mo, what, what are your thoughts of the villains in comic books? To me, there's one villain that just stands above everyone else. Uh, I didn't want to bring him up in the draft because he just uh, touches me the wrong way. He pushes my buttons. Abomination. He's, uh, let's just say he's the leader of bad guys. Get it? The leader? Ah, the guy yes, Hulk I was going to ask against. you at some point about the leader. <laughs> I worked on that in my head while y'all were talking. 
Well uh, done. That was, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent uh, craftsmanship. And the reason I just like him so much is he, you know, again, again, his story starts, he's in the same blast um, that Bruce Banner's in. He gets the gamma radiation. However, instead of super strength, he gets that big old noggin of his. Uh, leads to him wanting to get as much tech and, and information as possible. But what makes the leader, like, so evil is the same reason I hated the bad guy in the Jessica Jones story. Um, what was his name? Uh, Kilgrave, the purple man. Yes. The same reason I hated him is the same reason I dislike the leader so much is that he uses others to do his bidding. And even when that bidding could lead to those people being hurt or destroyed or just horrible things happening. And that's so when I think villain, that's the guy who stands out the most to me. Like Thanos, yeah, Thanos is a bad dude, but Thanos just wants to be the strongest, most powerful being around. Like you don't go, well, he's killing people because he enjoys it. No, he just wants to show everybody, hey, I'm the Papa Doc. Deal with it. He's, he's doing uh, it for love. He's yeah. trying to impress Mistress Death. <laughs> And so, like, when I think of just a really bad person, it's to me, that's always been the leader. And maybe it is because, you know, I, I do love the Hulk so much and I'm constantly in that world and reading the comics. Uh, but what the leader does with manipulation, with breaking people down, with just pure harm and evil in his heart, uh, he's one of those ones who, when I think bad guy, my brain goes straight to him. Yeah. Yeah, go. Yeah, leader. I, I, he's always been one of my favorite Hulk villains, the leader. Mm -hmm. I thought it doesn't look like it's ever going to happen, but he was teased in the Incredible Hulk movie. Remember that? When the stuff dropped on his head, right? Yeah. Yeah, and his head grew really big. So, yeah, sorry. Daisy was barking. I was trying to. Ah. Mute him. I, don't <laughs> I, I don't think I caught it fast enough. Um, yeah, I was really hoping that that would be a character who popped up because I think for people to really like understand the battle of the Hulk, like what Hulk goes through in the comics and the fights and all that stuff, I think that villain's the only one who like really shows like why the Hulk's so important. So, because I think a lot of people just see him as a chess piece. Yeah, Hulk goes and smashes, but there's more to it. Like there's that whole dichotomy of Bruce Banner stumbling onto something and then the Hulk going and helping to solve it. So, but yeah, I don't know. How about you, Nate? When I think about villains, there's always one villain that always just rises above the rest because you can go toe to toe with people who are super powered and just doesn't care. And he just, you know, he just wants to give a little anarchy, <laughs> introduce a little chaos. Um, that's the Joker, and he's. He's the bane of Batman's existence. He's uh, he has no superpowers. He's just super insane, criminally like mastermind level. He doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care if he really gets away with what he's trying to do. He just wants to play, right? He just wants to play with Batman the entire time. And when when there's no Batman, the Joker's just he's not he's he's blah. He doesn't care. And they've, they've illustrated that really well, like in, in the animated series and in the comic books and everything. You know, if if there was no... When people came close to taking out Batman, he was like, no, nobody else takes out Batman. He even, he even stops people from taking out Batman because he wanted to do it when the time comes, when he wants to do it himself. Because he knows that he could, you know? And I always think of... Uh, 
was it uh, what comic book was it? It was with Harley, and she came really, really, really close to killing Batman. Oh, that was um, <laughs> I that believe Mad Love, Love the yes. first yeah the Batman animated series comic. Yeah, and you know he's just like whatever, and he's like what? What did you say? And he runs <laughs> out, and you know he he puts it into all that, and he's just the best villain. He's he's a character that has dimension to him that you don't know what's going on in his head. You, you We still don't really know what happened to make him so crazy. Well, there's a lot of different iterations of the Joker, right? But mine, when I think of the Joker, my definitive Joker is always like the Mark Hamill, Batman animated series type Joker. Where he's just... Whatever happens, happens. And he's just happy to watch the world burn and the chaos that ensues. You know, the Heath Ledger portrayal of the Joker was really good in kind of showing that anarchist mentality. Um, and the, just the way Batman comics have written the Joker, you just you really see how twisted and demented that he came to be. And we just don't understand why that happened. But you can always... He goes toe-to-toe with Superman and, you know, comes close to killing Superman before. You know, just get some kryptonite and you can take out Superman. Anybody guess can get kryptonite. Why not? Um, but he doesn't have the the morals or the ethics that Luther even possesses to do what's necessary. You know what I mean? Um, he can he can go to the edge and come back in like two seconds in a whim, right? He can do whatever he wants to do where there's some villains that just, their goal is to take over something, to, to do this or that. The Joker really doesn't have an end game. His end game is just to play with Batman the entire time. And it's really interesting... Uh, He's, he's, when I think of villains, the epitome of what a true foil is for a hero and what a villain really could be. Uh, some related Joker notes that tie perfectly into what you're saying. In There was a Superman story called Emperor Joker where Joker got uh, Mr. McSpitalix's, uh powers. And so basically he, he took over the world and what he did to Batman was he killed Batman every day and then resurrected him to re-kill him again. It drove Batman insane. Um, after, like, when the memories came back, you know, after Superman finally figured everything out and, you know, beat the Joker, Batman was driven insane by that, but then Super- Superman absorbed those memories so Batman didn't have to live with them. Interesting. As I never read DC stuff... And, like, my portrayal of the Joker is the Heath Ledger one. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the older Batman movies. I think I saw the one with, uh, oh, my goodness, the Seal Jack song. Nicholson? No, I haven't seen that one. Everyone tells me I should, but I haven't. Batman for the, Yeah, that's, that's like, the first Batman movie I, I remember seeing. And then after that was the new ones. But yeah, the Joker portrayal with Heath Ledger, that's the one that I think of. And Nate, you hit on the T, like, that's the same level that I put some, like, when I think of, like, the most horrible bad guys, is that same, like, there's no, they don't care. But no, I would, I actually would put him above the leader after hearing you talk, because I didn't know a lot of those side stories of just how demented and horrible he was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely an interesting he, character. And in Justice, too, he, um, he, he breaks Superman. Because he, uh, the video game that's now a uh, comic and it will be a sequel video game, he he tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane, and that that sets that just 
drives Superman over the edge. He kills the Joker, and then he like becomes like this mad dictator, because all because of the Joker. So yeah, that's a testament to what the Joker can do. Mm-hmm. So, those are our favorite villains. What about you? Shoot us a tweet over at Entertaining Pod, and let's talk villains. We're winding down, guys. Anything final for this installment of the League of Entertaining Gentlemen? Let's go with you, Steve. Um, I got so jealous of these guys uh, and all their numerous podcasts that I went ahead and got me a second podcast. I co-host a podcast with my uh, buddy, Chris Ryder. It's called the Episode One Podcast. Uh, we talk about the pilot episodes of uh, new TV shows. So if you uh, want to hear our thoughts on such shows as Iron Fist, Riverdale, uh, Legion, Powerless, and more, come check us out. And uh, fair warning, I sometimes forget that we talk about TV shows, and I think it's the episode one podcast dealing with The Phantom Menace, so I sometimes talk about that for a few minutes. So why is Qui-Gon the best Jedi? Oh, so many reasons. That hair alone sets him <laughs> above all other Jedis. It's one of the best Star Wars movies ever. <laughs> it is the best Star Wars movie ever. That's why we're friends. I love those. <laughs> Virtual high five. Boom! <laughs> Mr. Mo, final thoughts. Folks, we love you. We're thankful for you. Um, if you get a chance, I, I normally try to put this stuff out there because I just love talking about you know stuff that makes me happy and brings me joy. If you get a chance to read the new Hulk issues and just support that great run, I love that it's no longer She-Hulk, that it's just Hulk. And I love the story that's coming up. I love the way they're kind of showing the pain and anguish of a person Jen Walters is helping. And it's also sh like showing you what she's going through at the same time from losing Bruce. And so if you, if you get an opportunity to read it, um, I would love to have people to talk to about it. Uh, a lot of my students, um, I bring the comments to school and we read them and like, well, why are you so jacked about this? I'm like, well, I've got like 300 plus Hulk comics you need to read to really understand like how important this is to me. And um, it's been fun just to talk about, but I would love to have somebody in the community. So if any of you guys are Hulk fans or want to become a Hulk fan, uh, just hit me up and I'd, I'd love to talk Hulk. So Sounds yeah. good. And for my final thoughts, if you like the comic discussion here, stay tuned to the That's Entertaining podcast feed because we will be talking the next episode of That's Entertaining. Iron Fist will be discussed. And then the next one following that, we're already... To that time of year, ladies and gentlemen, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 will be on the docket for May. And then, obviously, the rest of the superhero stuff as it comes out throughout the year. And, oh, ooh, Star Wars later this year. Woohoo! Star Wars, you guys. Oh, so much good stuff coming up ahead. Star Wars, Thor, Guardians, Spider-Man. Mm, oh, that's Hulk, right, yeah. Hulk in Thor. And then, oh, there's going to be Thor with some Hulk in it. That'd be good. Mm -hmm. And then we have Iron Man and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You got but Wonder Woman, not, Justice League. Not in those. Oh, yes, Wonder Woman. almost forgot about uh, that movie. Um, I, the tra hopefully, I, I'm, the trailers have looked good, so hopefully uh, hopefully DC gets this one right. Wonder Woman deserves it. Mm-hmm, I agree. And, all right, let's go one more time. Where can people find you on Twitter? Let's go with Mo. Coach Hulk on Twitter, and thanks to Nate again. I want to keep shouting him out for that. Also on Xbox. 
and Steve. Um, I'll give you two here. My uh, me, my own Twitter is at Steve Waldinger. S T E V E W A L D I N G E R. And if you want to check out uh, the comic provs, uh, the live improv comics that I do with my friend, you can follow us there at at comic prov c o m i c p r o v. Excellent. And the show you can follow again at Entertaining Pod. You can follow me at Voiced by Nathan on Twitter, and you can send the show an email to connect at that'sentertaining.net. And you can also visit the website, that'sentertaining.net, and find other things that may be of worth to you, possibly. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, you can go there. It'd be cool. Look around. Let me know what you think. Anyway, we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening. We hope that you have been entertained. And remember, always read Hulk comics. Smashy, smashy, smashy. <laughs>